This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that face, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. We keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing you weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from JDJ and Q. You know the vibes. Ding, ding. All right, let's get it. This is Boxing Vibes TV coming back at you. Give me the best box analysis on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher. I keep telling y'all, we out here, we do this. Let me go ahead and introduce the crew for you. We got JD in the building. Uh huh. Y'all already know, as always, 81 Trey all day. We got Q in the building. What's good, good people? And we got yours truly, JD this moderator of this here madness so fellas is finally here finally here it's here but before we get there we got some housekeeping issues jd give us the pod quarter today please all right pod quarter today and, and i'm glad you said that we're finally here because this pod quote is kind of definitely connected to where we were where we're gonna be at this saturday night to watch this trilogy finally get to the ring and this is from Sugar Hill Stewart. This is a quote. And this is a quote specifically referencing how heavy Tyson Fury is going to walk into the ring. So here goes the quote from Sugar Hill Stewart. He said, it's not going to be 300 pounds. It's probably going to be like 290 or something, but not exactly 300. Heavier than last time by 20 pounds or so. Why not? The bigger, the better. The heavier, the stronger. He's training with that weight. He's built up. It's not like he's putting on fat. It's building up muscles. The bigger, the better. The heavier, the stronger. From Sugar Hill Stewart on the weight that Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury, may walk in to the ring with on Saturday night. Hmm. Pretty crazy. I'm not going to get into 290, brother. 290. This was a pie quote of the day. So I'm not going to get into analysis. All I'm going to tell you to do is tell the people what to do next. Uh huh. And you already know if you're down with the vibes, hit that notification bell and subscribe. So without much further ado, is here, right? And when if you're a boxing fan, you know what I mean when I say is here. Um, Wilder Fury or Fury Wilder, however you want to order it alphabetically, Fury Wilder three. But before we get into the meat and the potatoes of what everybody's, um anticipating man i i'm thinking about it and we got the future of the heavyweight division on the undercard and for those of you who don't know um and and, and I'm, I'm not going to get into their opponents necessarily i don't want to be disrespectful because they had to take their opponents seriously we are fans and you know we are, are trying to be fair um when we're you know reporting on certain things but i'm just gonna say what what's what's important? Jared Anderson is fighting. Big the real big baby. He's fighting on the undercard. Um, we got F.A. Jagba fighting on the undercard. Uh, we got Kalnaki. Now, Kalnaki's opponent, or you could say Helena, Robert Helena's opponent, is worth mentioning because Kalnaki was kind of seen in that 
Andy Ruiz kind of frame where he wasn't the physically, you know, just most aesthetically pleasing guy in the world. He was a little soft, a little, you know, on the shorter end, but he had good hands and we thought he had a good chin. And the reason why I say this is because Robert Helenus, who's been knocked out by Gerald Washington a couple of, you know, other times, he actually upset Kaunaki with a TKO, which this is the heavyweight division. Anything can happen. So that's a real, real, like, I want to say make or break fight, not necessarily for Robert Helenus, because not to, and I'm not to, here to be offensive, but we kind of know, you know, he's not one of those upper echelon heavyweights, right? But there was some question, especially when you had the victory over Andy Ruiz, uh, uh, Joshua the second time, because Andy Ruiz pulled off such a massive upset. There was some looking at you know, people like Kalnaki could be a, that sort of guy, but with less weight, more active, and so that's a really interesting thing on uh, as far as the heavyweight concern. But we also got Edgar Belanga. The interesting thing about Ant Edgar Belanga, if I'm not mistaken, his opponent has been decided, but he's already set up a second fight. Correct me if I'm wrong, fellas. So I'm a un I unpacked it all. I'll let you know about the matchups, what we got on the lineup. It's crazy. Boxing is heating up like crazy. Shout out to all uh, our, our, our fans or, or people who are interacting with us on YouTube, letting us know what fight they want to see. If if we had one guy respond, what did, what did he say? Uh, Caleb Plant Canelo, Wilder Fury, nothing else matters. Right, right, right. With all right. due respect um, to, to, to real boxing fans, to people who love boxing. These three months that are coming up, or boxer, boxing fans, or boxing head, it's, it's his or her dream. I mean, we got like back to back to back. No weekend is going to be left untouched by the hands of uh, the greatest sport in the world. So I'll let you guys go ahead. I impacted. it. Probably spoke a little too long on it, but what do you guys think about the card, the matchups, and go? Let's hear it, Q. I'm excited to see. Uh... Jaffe and uh, Big Baby, man. Them, them the two I'm, I'm excited to see, you know. I'm, I'm excited to see all of them, even Belanga, you know. I don't know too much about collect, collect. I don't know, you know, I'm sure I do, but I haven't had it, you know, because there's a lot of fighters I know, but I don't know by name, you know, so I ain't have a lot of time to um to to dig into a lot of that. But uh, I'm excited to see. I think Big Baby might be fighting. He might be the one really leading right up to the, uh, to the, to the bout. But him and um a Jeff A man, I'm ready to I'm ready to see them. And if, if anybody don't know who the, a Jeff A is, he got some of the, the deadliest knockouts you're gonna ever see, man. The Nigerian, you know what I'm saying? What he about six, seven also. You know, yeah, we done yeah, posted yeah, him yeah. on the um some of the knockouts on the um IG, man. And crazy. Crazy. I think um him and him and uh the real big baby was uh Tyson Fury's sparring partner, you know, part of the COVID team. Not to mention, Robert Helenus was Deontay Wilder's sparring partner. Word. Robert so Lane, we okay. had all this going back and forth. I mean, so, got, uh, they, it, so, it, so, so they really put in work and they got they got rewarded for it. They don't, that's dope. Yep. So, but nah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a packed card, man. What do you guys think about Edgar Belenga? You think this is just a walkthrough fight to set up the Gabriel Rosado fight? Because if I'm not mistaken, Gabriel Rosado's not on this card. All right, right. Gabriel Rosado fights. Uh, he got a he got a big fight coming up. Came. Oh, Moinga! I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I'm out of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm out of sorts. I'm, yeah. Hey, ain't even help the moderator out, man. I'm thinking I'm getting fighters. Get ahead of yourself, bro. It's you. Can't help you. So, 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 no, yeah. Moinga's fighting Gabriel Rosado. So I'm just thinking about is the back end of of fall is is so packed with everything that 
man, I'm getting fighters jumbled up. Tio's been canceled, and and man. we'll probably see him some point during the year. There's so many fights happening, but yeah, to correct myself, it's Moinga versus uh, Gabriel Rosado. But there's a two fight deal um, that Moinga signs, so he's going to be fighting relatively back shortly, back to back. So. Um, he'll be fighting on this undercard and then um, what we assume will be a walkthrough opponent, a get right opponent so that we can have a bigger feature on ESPN. So I correct myself about that. Sorry, but um, let us know what you think, JD. Like, I know you're excited. I know you like the heavyweight division. Q, that's Q's favorite division, but I also know you got some skin in the game. So what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited um, about what we're going to see on the undercard of this top ranked card. Uh, I, when I start to really dig deep and kind of look at it, really, it's a smart move that Bob Arum's doing with this this top rank card. He's essentially putting all his young guns on display under his cash cow right now, who is Tyson Fury. You got F.A. Jogba, who Q just talked about, 27 years old. For some reason, I actually thought F.A. was a little bit older, but I didn't realize that F.A. is still only 27. And then that's not even getting into Jared Anderson, only 21. A beast. Ba ba barely able to go to the to the bar and order up a, a tequila shot, right? And he's already got his, himself on the undercard of a Tyson Fury fight, let alone Keep both working. of them are sparring partners with Tyson Fury, getting that valuable experience. Then we get, you know, of course, what they're trying to hype up as the next Puerto Rican sensation, knockout artist, Edgar Verlanga. Even he is on the car now thrown in there at only 24 years of old, 20, 24 years of age. So you really are starting to see, you know, uh, a youth movement that Bob Aram's trying to push out there with this particular card. I will say we all know that Bob Aram is very, very cheap at times and gives us some of the most scrubbish, sorriest undercards. <laughs> That we could possibly imagine I'm we get big time fights, man. I'm 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 glad you say that because um as a you know recent retirement to the Pac-Man, shout out to him, man. That was a <sighs> Pac-Man's out. He has exited the building. But anyway, I, I I digress. I remember watching a lot of Pac-Man fights, especially when he was with top rank. And I always used to wonder myself. What the hell am I watching when I was watching these undercards? Mm -hmm. I'm like, Bob, I, boy, when I tell you, sometimes when you got to make things stretch, boy, he used to make those Pacquiao cars stretch. You know what I'm saying? You put a little bit of extra water in the Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying? So you got a little <laughs> bit. He was making that stretch, boy. It, it was stepped on, them undercards. Just, just, really? just, just to be frank about it, but it's good to see that he's um, really putting more quality in his product and not just relying on a headliner like Pacquiao or the headliner like right. Wilder Fury to right. really fill out the card because I was debating because we're going to go live doing it. I'm just like, and, and look at it. I was like, man, um, I could do this, do that. And, you know, and then the main event, and I was like, I looked at the card. I had to be reminded. I was like, oh, no, I got to be in my seat by like the, um, before the fifth, sixth of the fight and night starts. So I can actually, because it's all of his relevant to the heavyweight division and the future of boxing in this sense, right? Because I know a lot of people might overlook Helenus for Kanaki, uh, Adam Kanaki, but he was supposed to be one of the guys who could have been a future contender. And that upset by Robert Helenus caught everybody by surprise. So on a smaller level, as far as an upset, they weren't two necessarily contenders yet. And we kind of know where Helenus is, but man, it's, it's, it's packed yeah. night, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And back, back to what I was saying, 
but ultimately you got the youth movement but i'm gonna tell you if i had to pick out who i most really want to see honestly i really want to see uh what jared anderson does because jared anderson is the one who well i can't even say that because i think him and fa might have been fighting about the same amount would y'all say since the pandemic is happening i want to say jared anderson might be coming up on what fight three i mean i think since they did the top rank bubble jared anderson has been in that bubble at least a couple times and then now we're officially moving out of that so if we're talking about you know the undercar being stacked and who you really want to see i have to say that i want to see the new big baby and jared anderson i want i want to see what he shows at just a young 21 years of age and then the most intriguing part of it all is that you got fa and jared who are both top rank fighters that at some point i feel like they're gonna have to get in the ring together i think at some point if you're really talking about pushing both of them up as heavyweights I mean, they're going to have to get in there at some point. So it's just going to be intriguing to kind of see how all this plays out for top rank with them putting these young guns on display. And when I when I first heard about this, I was scared because I was because they had Jeff, you know, they, they was talking about both of them was on the undercard. I'm like, bro, I hope they ain't fighting each other. It's way too early. Oh, no, no, not happening. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what really made me dive into it. To I'm like, man, what's going on? They, they, got, they can't have these boys already matching up on the undercard. It was it, it was a um clickbait thing. Oh like yeah, they yeah, did with yeah. um I think it was when uh Daniel Dubois was and uh Huey Fury or, or Tommy Fury was fighting on Jake Paul card. It was like Daniel Dubois, Fury, oh man, he's stepping up from cruiserweight, and then it was just like, no, you're gonna be on the other card. Hey, hey, but I but I will say this uh to the point since we're on the topic of the young up and coming heavyweights, to your point, Q really we just talked about in the last part how stacked the heavyweight division is now right so ultimately even with both of them we could probably rattle off about 10 other heavyweights that yes. each of them could probably fight long before fa or jerry would have to fight each other both being on the same promotional company more definitely more definitely and um matter of fact I, they say uh since joshua Joshua had the rematch with usage. You feel me? And um, they say that Dylan White gets who the winner of this fight. Oh, the which, fight? which fight? Which, which fight? Of the, the fight with the big fight. Wild of Fury. So oh, Wild of Fury? Dylan White. Oh, okay. I mean, that, that would make sense after him, like you said, doing the rematch with usage. That makes sense then. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it'll still All be right, busy, we, man. We still, we still got, we got boxing, you know. It don't like it's going to slow down. We didn't danced around it long enough. Well, then. What y'all think? Q, how do you see the fight going? I'm gonna just say this, man. And I think that's a good tactic. What what Fury Fury, what, what they're doing with the weight, with the weight, because uh he, he's gonna need that. He's gonna need them shock shock absorbers. He's gonna need those pounds. Cause I, you know, why didn't I put on some weight too? I don't know if y'all seen him, you know, but he's a lot more, he done put on a lot more muscle. Um, I'm a little worried about him putting on too much, but um the this is how I see it going. If um if if Fury makes Wilder fight going backwards like he did in the last fight, Wilder gonna have to be able to use footwork. He he can't fight going backwards. You know what I'm saying? He he gonna have to be able to you know he gonna have to be able to set up that punch and, and walk you know walk into it. You you know because he's not the biggest you know he's not the counter puncher like that knocking people out counter punches. But hopefully they worked on that. 
you know, because he's gonna be in a bunch of uncomfortable spaces. I'm, uh, uh, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting to see how he handled this. And I hope mentally, you know, he just he he's um ready to go through hell because I feel like, you know, Fury with his boxing mind and then what what he's doing, I, I fully see what he's doing, and um, you know, it's it's, it's more of a mystery about about Wilder, you know, and um, I think if he if he could. If he could, um, you know, use his range generalship and work on the things he worked on, and um, I want to see if he if he could fight. You know, if he has a fight going back, it was at some points, but I don't want to see him backing up all night. You know, because I know that's just you know the Mack truck versus the, the uh, Wilder said he's gonna be the freight train. So I want to see the freight train. You know, if he could be the freight train, I see Fury getting out of there in about seven eight rounds, bro. I don't see it lasting. But uh, you know, if he in reverse. I don't know, bro. It might be, you know, that's just how I see it. Keeping it one, keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you know I'm neutral. You feel me? You, you know I'm neutral. Nah, that's my right? take. You know so, what I'm saying? Show the show to give me back in blood. Go, go, back show the show to give me. You know what I mean? Shout out to Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes boxing, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to say this, man. We were about to see if, how much was Deontay benching? And that one video was clip when uh about three how much three fifty was the last one I saw three fifty okay all right so so we're about to see you know just how much uh this benching of three hundred and fifty pounds now pays off in this fight honestly the way I see it I, I personally see uh Deontay Wilder giving us some wrinkles I see him giving us a little bit of a different Deontay than we've seen in the previous two fights but as I stated before. I personally think all of that's going to go out the window, man, once we get about to the middle of the fight. When that fatigue starts to set in, I personally think that we're going to see Deontay go back to what he knows, which is going to be hunting for that one or two major shots on Tyson Fury. I think ultimately he did not have enough time of real experience under the lights to really work on those things and really ingrain it in any kind of muscle memory. So honestly, I personally, if I had to call it right now, I see it being a decision victory for Tyson Fury. I do not expect uh, Wilder to get knocked out or TKO'd like we saw in the previous fight. I think that he's going to move around a little bit more, and I think he's going to throw a few more shots at Fury to kind of keep him somewhat at bay. But I'd be lying to y'all if I said, man, what, how much y'all think uh, Deontay going to step in the ring at? I give him no higher than 230. I don't think he'll step in any higher than two thirty. Oh, that's accurate. Two thirty, two thirty-five. So, so he said probably about where it was last time. Two thirty. So, so he steps in two thirty. Tyson Fury steps in somewhere around two ninety. So we're talking about at minimum this go round. If Sugar Hill is is keeping it a hundred, at minimum a sixty pound uh, discrepancy in weight off the rip, and that's if, like we said, if Deontay ballooned up to two thirty, which I don't even think he'll really do that. So I, I think it's going to be something where that pressure of that big 6'9 dude who's almost 300 pounds, I mean, fatigue will set in. Straight up, man. Fatigue's going to set in. And I think at a certain point, man, Deontay Wilder going to go for what he knows. But Straight when you up. think about it, Deontay Wilder fought the last fight at 230. He was like 231. So it ain't ballooning up. But he's like, you can see the muscle mass. It like, you know, mm -hmm. of course, on the upper body legs still, you know. But uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wish you were doing some squats. <laughs> that, that's what I wish you were doing. But I'm say this. now, what I will say, what I will say real quick about uh the strategy now, because he did reveal a little strategy. Now, I actually like what he said. He said, I'm gonna hit his arms, 
I'm gonna hit his body. I'm in his shoulders. You know what I'm saying? He said I'm gonna hit him everywhere. It is not a part of that body I'm not gonna hit. So that's what so, I, so I, so I said. So you're saying the opposite, the opposite of don't what Don't sit back Joshua and don't sit back and try to be a don't don't sit back and be a counter puncher, be prey. Make his I, I want to see him backing up Fury. I want to see him making Fury think twice. Because everything hurt. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, Q, hey, Q, you heard me? I, I said I said so so the opposite of what, what Joshua should have did against you. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. To that point, yeah, opposite of what to, Joshua did, because you're not to, going to box types of fear. To that to that point where you say you want to see him fear, make Fury think twice. I think, and and so there's so many ways to look at it, right? I think Fury might be getting too big, right? Because people can say, oh, he's training at that weight. He's walking around at 290. Here's one thing I doubt he's going to be able to do more of. I don't think he's going to have more output at 290. With that being said, I think one of the interesting th points are going to be is it when he maybe potentially gets Deontay Wilder in a similar position, but maybe Deontay Wilder has be, you know learned how to deal with the distance a little bit more. And I think that's what we're going to see at the beginning of the fight. I think we're going to know in the first two, three rounds if we're going to see a repeat of last fight or this is a completely different fight. Because one of the major things, and Q, you were kind of alluding to this, it's not just Deontay Wilder backing up, right? It's him being able to control the distance, right? Last fight, the distance, that was all under Fury's control, right? How Fury was able to put him right where he wanted him, and Deontay Wilder couldn't really do anything on the inside. Like, he noticed something that... Um, yeah, because Fury fight better. He, he's you know he he comfortable on the inside. You know, right? Wilder need so, the distance. He to set up that set up that punch. So right. So Wilder's gonna have to learn to either he's gonna have to even learn how to tie up well in those scenarios, or he's gonna have to learn how to smother his punches to really make Tyson Fury not as effective. And in doing that, if you're gonna be able to make Tyson Fury kind of think twice because he's not being as effective, and then it's requiring him to be you know more output, it might make him a little bit more tired. And so if Deontay Wilder can do that, I will say what you said, Q, because I, I was thinking this, but you said it out loud and you hit the nail right on the head. If he's able to make Fury think twice, that means there's a chess match and Deontay Wilder has learned. So if Fury can't be as aggressive as a 290 pound, it, it, it works both ways. If he's going to be that aggressive, all that weight going backwards at 290 is going to be just as effective for Deontay Wilder's benefit as it would have been if Fury was marching forward with that 290. But then, yeah. you know, but who knows? I I, I want to see in the early early rounds because I think Fury's going to pressure him, especially coming in at 290. He's going to pressure him. And if Deontay Wilder can't handle the close quarters fighting, they call it an MMA dirty box, but, you know, mm. but that close quarters boxing to where he can't pivot or uppercut or smother or tie up well, I think it's going to be a repeat of the second fight. But that's the thing. What is what has Wilder been working on? Has he been able to control what he can do as far as the distance? And when the distance is closed, does he know how to operate? And, and, to, and to your point, J-Box, it, it's funny because I also agree. If Wilder can weather the storm, then it could be anybody's fight when we get to the championship rounds. And here's why I say that in the first fight, when Wilder was able to lay him down, most people would say that was the fight that Tyson Fury chose to box and not really push the pace and really try to be that physical. And even in that fight, when you could say that Fury really didn't try to push and pressure Deontay, we saw where ultimately Wilder in the end clipped him a couple of times as it was in the deep water. 
So now if you're saying if it's going to be a fight like we all expect where he's going to push the pace, if Deontay can somehow weather the storm and drag it, drag it on late in the fight, like you said, j at 290, 300 pounds, if you're really that heavy, I'm sorry, you can't keep up that pace without fatigue setting in somewhere around round nine or 10, which at that point, I think would open things up for either fighter where it could be a toss up if Deontay can get it that deep in the fight. And Fury already said that the fight won't go 12 rounds. So it is consistent with him gaining that weight. And I feel like he's going to come like a Mack truck and try to really, you know, like break Deontay's will. You know what I'm saying? Put that weight on him, lean on him, do all the things, do his tricks and everything, you know. And um, I feel like, you know, he he, he said this a lot, even when Deontay had the headphones on and wasn't talking. He said he talked about mental weakness, mental weakness. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like if he feel like he's mentally weak and he's not there, He's gonna try to press him. He, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what he's gonna do, cause you know, just cause I, I, I didn't believe, I believe what he say now, as far as his game plan, because you know, he said what he's gonna do before the last fight. I'm like, you ain't, you ain't run up a wild like that, bro. You know, before the last fight, he straight up walked, you know, ran up on him, and you know, made Wilder back up. So that's 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 the thing to see, man, cause he's, you know, he's not really thinking about conditioning. He's thinking about. Absorbing punches and being able to apply pressure and 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 try to break uh, Wilder's will, you know, and um, that's that's what we want to see, man. I want to see see Wilder uh, be ready to walk through hell because it ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy. Too big and too skilled at the same time, you know. Um, and I know he's coming, so you know, Wilder, make me proud, baby. Get out there and do what you got to do, man. I want to see this <laughs> man. You feel me? I, I I got one last thing about that. And Fury throws pretty good combinations fairly quickly. I wonder how the weight is going to affect his speed. What do y'all think about that? It ain't going to help his speed. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't think ultimately, I, I think the weight will slow him down. Um, I, I think it's just one of those things where the way that um, I think that Fury believes that he's not necessarily quicker as far as throwing a punch right. than, than Wilder is. But I think the one thing that Fury would be counting on is he's counting on the combination punching. So you're right. I don't think the weight is going to necessarily it'll slow him down a little bit. But what he's counting on is that Wilder's not going to have the head movement to get out of the way of three, four punches coming at him, as opposed to if I'm that big and I'm trying to do like Deontay and just bomb you up with one shot. So I, I think he's not really worried about it because he knows he's going to throw combos. Wilder going to turn that big boy, man. He go out. He got to east, east, west. He got to turn that big boy. So they get, they get locked up. Push, push him, push him off and turn and hit him with that left hook to the body because that left left hook to the body starting to look real, real decent. And and, and looking at his other fights, he really did decent body work, jab to the body. You know what I'm saying? Like he did better body work than I really thought about. But now you know what I'm saying? He, he, he you know that like that left hook starting to look like a second punch. Level to the body that that's a, you ain't just think about the overhand right. So I want to have Fury like worried about that just as much as you worry about the overhand right. And you know, I, 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 I'm I'm gonna uh, take us off course with. I'm, I'm gonna use the because when you said that he's not training for a long fight, I thought of this movie. I don't know if y'all seen it. I'm gonna take y'all you know off the beaten path. There's a movie called Gattaca, right? And it was you know futuristic, and you got placed by your genetics, right? So. It was like if you weren't genetically modified, then you were inferior, so you didn't get the good jobs and that like that. 
so he had a brother, the main character had a brother that was genetically modified and was like, you know, one of the astronauts, just this perfect being. And so they wanted to, he, the older brother would never race him uh, when they were swimming because it's like, you can't beat me. It's impossible. You don't got the genetics. And one day he beat him, right? One day they went out and they, they, they finally swam and he, he swam and he's like, I beat him. And so when he was telling the story, there was like, how'd you beat him? He said, I didn't save anything for the trip back. He was willing to die. He was like, yes. I was going to prove to him, I don't care how genetically superior you think you are or whatever, all the, the factors you got going your way. I'm going this ready. way and I don't care about how I get back. And so I think when that comes into play, it's so almost like a microcosm of what or, or analogy to what how fear is coming in. He's coming in 290, mm -hmm. right? right? He's coming in, ready to pressure. We're talking about 10th, 11th, how it might look. He's like, I ain't worried about that. I'm, I, I, if, if, if it gets that far, there's a bigger problem anyway. And so I think the game plan, we're going to have, we, I, I, I took us all right. the time to say, <laughs> we are going to have an epic showdown and there are going to be some bombs thrown on both sides because both men know how important this fight is. So I'm sorry for taking y'all to, you know, uh, uh, on the movie analogy, but I think I wrapped it up when I was just like, "You made you made a good point at the end, man." We we're gonna we're gonna get on you for it. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, I, hey, I, I, I prepped y'all for it. I knew I was gonna take it. Hey, hey, but I got a real question. Y'all two, right quick though, man. Yeah, I got honestly, man. I'm gonna say y'all. I'm rooting for Deontay, but I see a decision for Tyson Fury. What y'all two got, man? J Box, what you got happening? Your your prediction and Q, what y'all what you got happening, bro? Specifically, how y'all see it ending? Ahead, I'm gonna predict eight round knockout for uh, for Wilder TKO. Ooh, eighth round, eight round huh. TKO. Or he just slept. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm lean on i lean on the bomb squad, man. Controversial split decision for Fury. This is gonna be the best Deontay Wilder we've seen, but stemming just having you you can't get erase that first fight where a majority of people thought like Fury should have got the decision. So I think right. in a close one. It's going to lean towards a better boxer, but we're going to see some things, I think, from Wilder. Um, as I've been trying, as I've been predicting, and hopefully I'm accurate, um, we're going to see the best Wilder we've ever seen. And so I hope the Fury camp, and I think the Fury camp is smart enough to know they're not going to get the same Deontay Wilder. They're talking as they're going to, oh, they but I think it's more so of a mind game. I think they know they're going to get a different one because he wouldn't have come in at 290 if they thought they were going to get the same Deontay Wilder. You just if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You're gonna come in at 270, do what you did last time. So and if you listen, if you listen to the heavyweights right now, all of them, you know what I'm saying? Even okay, you listen to Fury, he he put the respect on Wilder name, but of course he's fighting Wilder. So he gonna, you know, just in case you lose, you wanna be able to say, but he's saying Wilder, bar none, is is could whoop anybody else but him. U6, I think you should pick Wilder to win. He might have picked Wilder to win over Fury, but Joshua picked Wilder to win over Fury. So it's a lot of respect on Wilder's name right now, you know. Even though you know when, when they see him train, I, I imagine that's what that was switched the pendulum because you know when all the blame game and stuff were going around, you know that and that and that fair well with too much anybody. But uh, Wilder is a dangerous fighter, and, and, and I do want I do want to say something. So many times, especially when it comes to right before a fight, we put guys in in boxes or whatever. Everybody, oh Tyson Fury don't have a lot of power. I remind people. I was talking to JD about this earlier, like. If you go by his percentages, every two out of the three times, like if you go just sets of three, he knocks two out of every three opponents out, right? So if you're just taking this trilogy, right, 
if the third because we, we were talking about it would you be surprised if, well, if fury knocks him out i was like i've already seen it i wouldn't be surprised and just judging by fury's ko ratio i'd be surprised th- th- this this would be <laughs> i'd be shocked bro. this would be in line for him you know two out of three it's a ko but i will say this people forget i remember tyson fury before he captured uh the belts i remember before he beat klitschko when he upcutted himself Huh? No, 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 I wasn't talking about. I was just talking about. I think it was Tresor he went against, and I think it was a they they fought twice. Or so. so he he's he's more vulnerable than people realize. He's even said it himself. Um, and then I fast forward to the Otto Valent fight, and I'm like, he can be had. He can have moments to where he's not this supreme boxer. But then again, this is going to be this is five alarm blaze right now. So he's going to be on his game. And so, but it's going to be interesting to see because people so, always, he's people don't question Tyson Fury's heart because he got up. Right. But I've seen Tyson Fury get tired. I've seen listen, him take breaks. And, and the reason, and the reason why like the perfect opponent for, you know, this, this, this is opponent for anybody that I think will give it any, any heavyweight problems. I could talk about our Jared, Jared, the real big baby, uh, Anderson. He has he has the type of skills of the lower weight division, and he he's a heavyweight with pop and skill movement, but he has volume. Tyson Fury don't have to worry about volume punching like that. That's why I like to hear a while say you're gonna punch him on everything. I'm gonna hit him everywhere. So Wally want to put out more volume. You got to make this man. You can't sit back and just load up a punch because he because Fury gonna get your ass. He gonna feed you a lot. Whether you want to eat it or not, you gonna you gonna you gonna have some leather in your face. So with that being said, he going to match the firepower. You know what I'm saying? He going to give Fury more to more to more to worry about. You know, as opposed to just you know just just getting his spots and doing what he do and just worry about that that's one or two punches. You want to? I mean, he want to don't you don't got to change. You know, because you're not Jared Anderson. You don't have that that type of uh you know DNA as my man said that 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 genetically modified because you know. But you do what you do have. You have the you have the athleticism, you have the speed. I need to see that footwork. You know, I want to see you getting in spots and being able to unload and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'll be excited to see how this is gonna play out, man. It, on the real. And I'll say this last uh this last one to add on to your point, Q. I'm Tara now. I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor. All I know is from anecdotal experience, and to my knowledge, y'all tell me if I'm wrong. But somebody who's 225, 230 should be able to outthrow somebody yeah. who damn near 300 pounds. Like straight up, just from a physical. Don't get trapped. Yeah, don't get trapped and don't get leaned on. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah, don't get leaned no, on. Saying, saying, to, your point, to your you point, wanna, you know. it, to, to your point of him just being active and more active, right. just as, as Fury is, you shouldn't be 60, 70 pounds lighter getting outthrown. By hundreds of punches by somebody right. that big, that much bigger than you and heavier than you. Yeah, I don't want to see what that damn match to the ring. He already said he's gonna do it. Let's <laughs> hear about that. He already oh, said he's gonna do it, and he got the best mask. And I'm like, oh, this ain't hey, fucking well, listen, man, man, at least it's just gonna be the mask this time, probably, bro. Bro, the mask you breathe through the mask. Well, you better have oxygen. I don't know. He'd he, he be like, hey, we've been wearing masks for almost two years now. It'd be all right. Speaking <laughs> of. So, so, so being all right, man, I think this is, uh, this topic's pretty much cooked. It's all right. We gonna, we gonna, we got, we gonna revisit this after October. Most definitely. Most definitely. But we about to move on to connect the with. So first connect the with fellas. 
Clarissa Shields came out and she had a chip on her shoulder when referencing Jake Paul. Now, I don't know if there's any prior history between the two, but she was rather spicy when the idea of mm. fighting mm-hmm. under uh, Jake Paul undercard um, uh, was brought up because we all know now Amanda Serrano did that. She got some exposure and now she's signed with uh, Jake Paul's MVP uh, promotion. So connect her with Clarissa Shields comments on signing with Jake Paul. Go ahead, JD. I would say right now, for me, honestly, it's a whiff. It's a whiff. And the reason why I'm going to say it's a whiff is because if you are Clarissa Shields, at least when it comes to the boxing ring, it's time to squash ego. It's time to squash pride. It's time to get to the bag. And at the end of the day, just like we hear Iron Mike saying he might fight uh, Jake Paul, one of the Paul brothers. Mike know that he could never, never uh, get to his level as a boxer, but it's about the dough. And so ultimately, the real reason why Clarissa's shooting it down is because she feels like she's such an accomplished boxer, which she is compared to them. But let's throw that out the window. If you're really trying to get to the bag, I'm not going to lie. There's some people you got to network with. There's some people you got to get on their train. And at the end of the day, we probably could all say that probably her highest payday that she could have in boxing would be on a Paul card. If he's against the right a right opponent, not only would it be probably her highest payday, it probably would also end up being probably the most viewership that somebody would probably sit there and watch her fight. So it's a whiff for me only because I think as a fan of Clarissa Shields, I like to see her do like Amanda Serrano, not go join um, a Paul brother, but be open to the ideas of thinking outside the box. As a co-promotion really, thing. Yeah, yeah, if you're really trying to maximize your dollar in boxing. What you got on Q? Connect the with. This connect, man. I feel like she, being being her genetic makeup, because we own genetic, genetics today, uh, that's who she is, bro. She's an alpha. You know what I'm saying? And she don't want to relent to somebody that's not a boss. She don't respect him. She done said she'll whoop him. She done, she done, she done been in, in spaces where he at and done, and done called him out. And also, I never like to see women, you know. Hey, right, exactly. I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you said that, Q. I'm glad you said that, Q, because even though I like Clarissa, I, I still Clarissa. never like to see women. Because I, like I didn't like it when, um, what, what's old girl who did it in Mayweather? Uh, man, years yeah, back, man. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. I, I didn't like it when Ronda Rousey did that. Maybe I don't like when that, women man. say like, that. But, go ahead, go ahead. but you remember, you remember the celebrity match when China, God, God bless the dead, the wrestler China, biggest she was. Uh-huh. She fought some guy, man. Joey Butterfuko. Mopped her. It was, it was, it was horrible. Yeah. It, it really pissed you off that they was even in the ring together. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. men and women, we, we. Anyway, not to get into that because right. I'm sure that'll, that'll be an argument somewhere. But I don't like it. Um. But just being who she is, uh, I don't, I don't feel like she should uh, relent. And, and I mean, maybe on a cold promotion tip, but fighting under, it was weird because her, some, <laughs> Amanda Serrano, cool, but you know she ain't hold no punches, bro. She was like, nah, she ain't fighting under, you know, whatever, whatever. But uh, so it's 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 a connect for me, man, because she being true to who she is, and you know, she ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it. Don't do it because she's in a space now where she's actually starting to get the bag, and she got a fight coming up. You know, and things but start not in boxing for. though. Not in boxing though. I know, but yeah, she's there now. You know what I'm saying? She's 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 getting to the bag. There's more than one way to do it, and she's you know, 
She would rather do it the hard way, you know, because that, that, could, that could be a lot easier way to get a bag, I understand, but she want to do it her way and, you know, look at herself in the mirror because I don't think she respects uh, um, Paul or whatever. And she done been very vocal about that. It look a little funny, so she ain't, you know, she would rather so, take, take the scenic route, baby. I respect so, it. So, so, so with that being said, man, we just going to have to sometimes, damn, we got to agree to disagree. We got one connect, one, one with. Moving on to the next one. Hold on, tiebreaker, brother. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, no, no, I'll, let you, I'll let y'all have yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm no on the fence about it just because, on one hand, I get the promotional side of it, you get to the bag. But the other hand, right. if you're taking offense to how much money Jake Paul is getting as a boxer, and he's not really a boxer, especially after you saw his comments against Tyron Woodley, I mean, I could see how you can have that self you know that belief in yourself that you can do it without somebody because that belief in yourself is what got you to where you at so sometimes right, because she wasn't signed for the longest right then she just signed a skybox or something uh uh i'm not room. sure i know she had a several I like still, relationship really, uh, like co-promoting things still, going yeah, on so, so i don't she know ain't even exactly. been signed she already got that's that's really her mindset she you know she want to build it yeah. so so i can't you know I, it could work out it could not work out she, who who knows how marketable she, market marketable she will be under paul you know and she you don't, never she don't know. want her to be something something they could get slick and run his mind like well, I, I, you know he don't, she don't want that yeah, yeah so I, I mean i'm on the fence about it i was just it's, it's great to hear y'all perspective on it but i i, I never i didn't give, give it much thought because i was just kind of like initially i was like hey, i mean you better go get that money but then if it doesn't work out then you sold a piece of yourself you kind of sold out a little bit and right. it was a failed venture so to with damian moinga Jaime Moing is fighting Gabriel Rosado as an addendum, as a correction to my earlier statement. Connect a whiff. This fight will not go past eight rounds. Go ahead, JD, take it. Ooh, this is going to be, I, I definitely, this is going to be a fight of the year candidate. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's going to pass. I'm going I'm to say it's going to go past eight rounds, man. I'm going to go against the grain. A lot of people think it's going to be a, a knockdown drag out fight and somebody's going to go early, but I kind of think Gay Rosado is going to box against uh, Moinga, and I think he's going to be able to drag it into the deep water. So I'm going to say it's going to go past eight, man. That's a, that's, a, that's a connect for me. What you got on the queue? Yeah, I said the same thing because my, 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 my thoughts was around the eighth, around the eighth, it'll get real, real crazy. So uh, I think it'll go past eight. I wouldn't have I made it like a five, six round fight. So I, 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 I throw my two cents in. I'm going to say connect. Just because I think Gabriel Zotto got twelve or thirteen losses for a reason. So, uh, not to say anything negative, Bond, because how many been got? How many times have been out? Uh, I don't know, but um, I'm sure, pretty sure, when you got 12, 13 losses, you've been knocked out quite a bit. So <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't go that far to say I know his knockout percentage and his losses. But um, when you lose 12, 13 fights and you only had like what. 25 20 25 to 30 fights hey 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 now remember this bro y'all remember when i told Danny jacobs yeah i told y'all he gonna give right. danny j problems and so i think and we all know uh mugia can't move like danny j so only reason why i said it'll go past that is only because you, you're right i mean gabe you never know what you're gonna get from rosado but i'll say if you can move like that against danny j I better see you move like that against uh, uh, a heavy hitter like this boy. This boy yeah. What? What? what uh, only thing I'll caveat, uh, you know, flying ointment I'll put in that is is that Daniel Jacobs is a lot older than Jaime Winger, so you we don't know what kind of pressure Jaime's gonna apply on Gabriel Rosado and how he's Ooh, gonna respond. He's my, my my thought is he's gonna you know fight fire with fire. So that's I think that's gonna be his best opportunity. Just 
just as a a point not to judge anybody off of numbers but when you've lost 12 13 fights there's something to be said you probably aren't the best boxer. You're, you're probably, you, you probably don't the respond the best like you should under adversity so i think Jaime Moinga no but, but they always say he uh wasn't the best recipient of uh decisions also you know what i'm saying yeah but i've also seen him receive a lot of punches that he deserved those right? losses <laughs> So, but you know, not 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 to be you know too down on Gary Rosado. He does he does has a lot of heart. He has talent, and so. Uh, but I think twelve to thirteen losses speak for itself. Uh, as we move on, um, speaking of wins and losses, connect a whiff. Sergio Martinez has quietly won three fights in a row. Do you see? I'll say this. I Gabriel don't Rosado see him. I don't oh, see him. Okay, get, get, four times. Eh, you know, he's very he's hittable. We'll say that. Right. Um, back to the connector with though. I'll say this as a, an assertion. Sergio Martinez has had three fights. I connect a whiff. I don't see him coming back to the U.S. and being a relevant middleweight in 2022. Connect a whiff. You say to that, Q. Go ahead. I say it's a whiff at four to six years old, man. I, ain't, man, I don't see it happening. Not being not being anybody that's gonna make some noise. What you got on JD? I'ma say uh, I, I'ma say I'ma say it's a connect, man. I'ma say it's a connect. I don't think he'll become a champion, but I think at his age, the one thing that Sergio always had is his he has supreme athleticism. It's almost like uh MJ on the Wizards was still better than 60% of the league, even when he was hooping with the Wizards. So with that being said, I'm gonna say Sergio, I think, will eventually make his way back over here to the US. And I think he could knock off some of those lower tiered and, and kind of move up there, but I don't think he'll be champ though. So we gotta whiff on my statement, because you uh uh JD think it's gonna be a connect and he's gonna come here and make some noise. Uh-huh. But we got Q over there agree on my search. I, I agree too, man. With with I, I like to to just expound upon the the, the statement I made. Your age is your age in a contact sport. I know we see Tom Brady doing his thing. I would like to remind people he is 42. He is Pacquiao's age. And we saw what happens at 42. Um, and so we can't just not to, you know, cross reference sports arbitrarily. But, you know, 46 is 46. And, man, I don't know anybody who's done anything professionally taxing as boxing who's had success at 46. I could be wrong. I mean, we did see at 56 uh, uh, Larry Holmes get up there and box up Butterbean. But I was, I was Butterbean. <laughs> You know, so, so so I I think age catches up where catches up with everybody. And when last seen with Sergio Martinez, you look at him against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. You look at him against Miguel Cotto, and you look at it against um I forget the guy's name. He was from Spain as well. Oh, I forget his name. I think it was Rubio. Last name was Rubio. If you look at those fights down the stretch, and I think it might have been another guy, Murray. If you look at him down the stretch, he always faded. And he was on the verge of getting knocked out. Dominated against Chavez Jr. From bell to bell into that twelfth oh, yeah. round, Chavez Jr. Like that lucky punch yeah, yeah. in the twelfth, like he hit him hurting in the late, late in the fight, right? But that that to... happened like three fights in a row to Sergio. Though. It didn't matter. I think it was Martin Murray that happened against uh, Chavez Jr. And like, what did they say? Once a fluke, two's a trend, three's a problem. So I think at his age, I think we're more only more likely to see him get caught by a lesser opponent and not being able to finish. So y'all say that yeah, he fought at one sixty. Yeah, he'd be at one sixty. Or, or, is, or is he making his return to 168? Well, I, I'm, I think right now it'd be 160. Probably, probably 160. Or, or I think right now when he comes back, he'd be right so there. I mean, he'd, probably, 
You probably don't want to fight Andrade, man. That's a name. Yeah, I, I, oh, no, I he, he losing that. No, don't, don't get me wrong. He losing to all the time. No, no, no. Man. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he losing to He fighting the dude that Sugar St. Moly Jr. fought that, you know, I don't know. Neither one of them need to be fighting over. Yeah, no, I, I, I think we can all say, you know, we don't want to see him get hurt. And so maybe his talent can translate and he won't be in, it, in, it there, in there with anybody too dangerous. And like JD said, he might be able to knock off some lower tier opponents, but I don't think so. I think his career is over. Or, hey, or I'm going to throw this out there. Or I Easy. see possibly a Sergio Martinez versus uh, Anderson Silver. Or, or Oscar De La Hoya. Anderson Silva, yeah, or, or or Oscar De La Hoya. He might just be positioning himself right. to get mm -hmm. a fight over in the States to get one of those money fights. So, right. I mean, I'm all here for it, especially two former boxers going at it that aren't in their 50s and aren't, you know, that are both retired. And, you know, I would like to see it as an amateur bout, you know, so I, I kind of like that idea. You're right. You're absolutely right, JD. He could be angling himself for that. So, but, um, I, I, as a as a competitive on a high level, I think it's uh, much like our time. I think his time's up, and this boxing five TV. Man, I had I'm to end on that TV, baby. <laughs> so hopefully, y'all love us, man. Like we, we love, love y'all. Like we love y'all, and we love y'all. Take us mm -hmm. out, fellas. Hey, man, y'all already know y'all. Subscribe, listen. We'll be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, every streaming platform. Rock with a deal with his beard. Y'all continue to check TV, us out. Baby. Check out. Check out that visual. Y'all keep nice. commenting. All right. We, we love it. We like the treasure trolls, the Jolly Ranchers. You know what I mean? Everybody, man. Get in there and talk about it, man. Trolls only make us stronger, baby. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. All right.